Breakups hurt because our expectations were broken and the meaning that we attached to our previous partner are suddenly challenged. In this video, I'm gonna show you how you can turn a traumatic breakup into a tool for transformation that will eventually lead to healing and allow you to evolve into a more empowered version of you. Hi, my name is Anjali and I help awaken your awareness. I know it's been a while since I've posted to this YouTube channel as well as uh, added an episode to this podcast, Anjali Academy. And you're used, and for people who've been following me for a while, you're used to more comedic content. I've done comedic content a uh, majority of my adulthood. And right now I'm uh, moving in uncharted waters, into uncharted waters, personal development. It's, um, I've been through a lot and I've done a lot of soul searching and research and um, introspection these past several months and I've come to realize that this is the direction I want to go go into personal development even though I had been doing a comedy content for so long. I'm trying to become a more unapologetic and more authentic version of myself these days. Um, I feel like the comedy thing whether it was stand-up comedy or doing comedy videos they were fun I had my fun doing those things and um, they served their purpose in my life. But I've, if I really looked, I really examined like my subconscious reasons for doing comedy and they all stem from childhood wounds, childhood emotional wounds. Um, I always felt like when I did comedy, I finally felt I had the attention I always wanted that I didn't get in my personal life from friends or family. I felt validation for once that I couldn't give myself that I felt like my family or friends never gave me or my peers growing up. So comedy was like my version of um, external validation now that I look back. Um, and so although I had fun, it was a source of validation and I now that I know that I am my biggest source of validation and I had to be my biggest, my own biggest cheerleader in anything that I do, um, I've come to realize that it no longer serves me and um, personal development is something I've always, always um, indulged in. I love understanding why people do the things that they do. I love understanding what drives me and what I do and I love understanding human behavior. Um, so. This feels more authentic to me and this is why I'm going in this direction and um, hopefully you'll join me in this new journey. If not, I totally understand. Um, anytime I've evolved um, my content on social media or just who I am as a person, I notice people drop off because they just no longer resonate with me, which is totally fine because when you start being the more authentic version of you, the more apologetic, unapologetic version of you, you attract the people who are on that same wavelength and vibration and you start repelling the people who just don't vibe with you anymore. And that's completely fine. I used to be offended and when um, I would take it personally when um, certain friendships um, kind of wouldn't last because I had changed as a person and that's totally fine. That's how it's supposed to be because you wanna attract 
people who are attracted by your authentic self and repel people who just don't want to be around that because now you don't have to sacrifice who you are and your you don't have to sacrifice your comfort to keep them around you can just do you and the people who belong in your life will be there with all that said let's go into today's topic how to heal from a breakup here we go we're doing personal development um so what inspired this topic well about four months ago as i look at my notes here i was dumped by my ex-boyfriend and although there were numerous red flags and signs that we weren't very emotionally connected or compatible, especially toward the end of the relationship, I just didn't want to let him go, even though I saw all these signs and um, I was actually afraid of losing him. And that really um, was apparent in the needy behavior I exhibited that he definitely felt. And um, yeah, so I'll go into more detail here. Um, so the night he... The night we broke up, he came to my home, uh, officially told me that he wanted to break up and we had a whole conversation before we went our separate ways. And I remember the intense sadness I felt as I uh, went to bed that night. I couldn't sleep at all. I had incessant thoughts about the ex, the relationship, what went wrong. Um, I just like lost a sense of who I was because I um, just, had this identity of being in a couple with him and that was shattered and I just kind of lost my sense of self for a minute and um yeah just incessant thoughts flooded my brain and it was like I lost all control of my brain um the emotions were so intense the stress hormones were surging through my bloodstream that I just couldn't think straight and it really did affect me um not only in my personal life but in my work life too um so I really had to learn how to cope with all that um, and how to get that under control because it it really has um, affected me and I'm luckily in a better place now than I was back then. If anything, it has taught me a lot of lessons that, I'll that I will carry on into my, uh, in my dating life and to future romantic prospects and relationships. Um, it was that previous relationship was a mirror on what I still need to work on as a person and what I need to, um, what I need to work on, especially like establishing boundaries, having more self-respect, standing up for myself. Um, these are things that stem from childhood emotional trauma that I was unaware of until now. Um, so that's what we're going to get into today. Um, uh, it's one of the tips I'm going to share with you today. So with all that said, then the context being given, let's go right into the five tips that I've come up with for how to deal or how to deal and how to heal from a breakup. So the first one I have written here on my flip chart is detox your life by removing reminders of your ex. So when I, the first week I got broken up with, like all the reminders of him just brought intense pain. Like I just couldn't, couldn't stop thinking about him and I, desperately wanted to reach out to him but I knew that wouldn't be healthy because I'm the whole process of of the aftermath of a breakup is to detach emotionally from your ex-partner to heal and it doesn't help to heal when you have constant reminders around around you so anything that reminded me of him or something he gave me I went directly into the, tra into the trash can um, I had to stop going to certain events or places I knew that 
he probably would be at, even though I used to hang out at those places, uh, couldn't hang out with the same um, mutual friends as before, because it could have meant that I ran into him. A lot of adjustments had to be made, but it was for the best because it allowed me to heal more by not being able to be reminded of him. And of course, people are always on social media and um, if it helps to unfollow, mute, or unfriend them on social media, by all means, please do it. Um, you're gonna see things you're not gonna like, whether it's they move on to another person or they just are living a fabulous life and could care less that you're hurting. So if you wanna avoid those feelings and break that addiction to negative, uh, negative emotions, because we also get addicted to negative emotions and feeding, we tend, and if you're addicted to a negative emotion, you tend to like feed it more by exposing yourself to things that will feed that emotion. So break it now and unfollow. Um, and that's my tip, my first tip. Second tip, allow yourself, um, allow yourself to cry and feel the emotional pain as long as you need to heal. Um, there's people who just won't understand your pain, your emotional pain and your uh, heartache. They just won't. And you gotta be very selective with who you, um, let me just say that, you just be very selective with who you vent to as far as your breakup, um, especially if it's a mutual friend um, because word spreads and sometimes you don't really know um, where someone's allegiance lies and what they're gonna do with that information. So if you can if you can invent to a friend who is like completely your friend and separate from your ex, I would highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, allow yourself time to cry because I mean, emotions are meant to be felt and expressed and you can't, you can't suppress them. There's no way you can. So the tears will come regardless. So just let yourself cry and give yourself permission to cry because that's how part of the healing process. And maybe you, you may come across people who are just sick of you crying to them and you need to leave those people and find someone else who's more understanding. Um, but just know that it's part of the process and you need to feel that emotional pain as long as you need to. Everyone has their own timeline for healing from breakups. I've come to realize um, what someone might get over in three weeks, someone will take three months to get right over, to get over. Such, in my, such as in my case. Um, yeah, I feel like around the three, a little over the three month mark, which is about right about now, is when I finally reached um, the inner peace I was hoping to finally uh, have after the breakup, where I just completely accepted the situation and have moved on. So just keep that in mind. Um, Third tip, drown out any negative self-talk in your head by listening to audiobooks and or podcasts about dealing with breakups. This was huge for me. Um, your, so many stories will be going through your brain, uh, negative self-talk, uh, start scrutinizing yourself. Um, you might start rejecting yourself because you were rejected and that's not helpful at all to the healing process. You need to turn to experts who not have only who have not only been through heartbreak and breakups, but they coach people who are going through heartbreak and breakups. Um, there's three books that really, really helped me get through my breakup. Um, excuse me as I look at my notes here, but the first one I highly recommend is 
It's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. It's by uh, comedian Greg Bernhardt and his wife, whose name I don't remember, but I highly recommend that book. It stopped me from doing things that I probably would have regretted uh, right about now. Um, they definitely emphasize the no contact rule, like avoid contact at all costs with your ex following a breakup to finally get to the point of detaching emotionally from them and to finally move on. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a game changing book and I highly recommend that, especially listening to the audio version, uh, audiobook version so that you can play it in the background as you are working on chores or whatnot. The second book I recommend or audiobook I re recommend is The Breakup Bible. Excuse me. Um, I don't remember the name of the author, but if you look up The Breakup Bible, it should be the only one, only um, search result that pops up. Um, a really healing book. There, there are anecdotes from other women's lives who've experienced their own breakups that you can really relate to or um, really see as... Um, a sign that your breakup probably wasn't as bad as theirs because there's some pretty crazy stories not only in that book but also in the first book that it's called a breakup because it's broken just like the crazy stories that women have gone through in their really really toxic relationships whether they get cheated on after like helping out their their previous partner just like wild stories that makes you grateful that your breakup wasn't as horrible and that your toxic relationship wasn't as toxic but it's a really, a really good book for um, healing from breakups. Um, and the third book I recommend, which is my top book, um, this book made me heal the most. It's called The Breakup, it's called, sorry, it's called Breakup Bootcamp by Amy Chan. I uh, first heard about this author from a podcast that a friend had recommended to me, and she was the guest on that podcast. And she um, not only gave advice on breakups, but she also plugged her book that was out and I went ahead and got it from the library. I got the audiobook version, the book on CDs and that and I think I'm in still waiting for the physical copy of it. But um yeah I actually listened to this audiobook version of Breakup Bootcamp twice because that's how how healing the information in that book was. It really helped me understand the whole like the science behind why breakups hurt and and just what happens to your brain during a breakup. Um, for instance, um, humans um, are tribal are tri tribal by nature. Humans are social beings and they're tribal by nature. And ancient um, ancient instincts in our, are still in our brain. So when we experience rejection from somebody, it uh, mimics the rejection someone in ancient times would have experienced um, by getting excommunicated from their tribe. And that was life-threatening back then because being separated from your tribe or alienated from your tribe meant that you would have no food and you wouldn't survive. So it was life-threatening back then. So when we experience rejection in, mo in modern times, it doesn't necessarily mean we won't have food or we uh, will be It'll, that it's life-threatening, but our brain perceives it that way just based on how we've evolved as humans. And another eye-opening thing I realized was um, how um, romantic love is pretty much an addiction. Um, you have neural pathways that formed during your relationship 
every time you interacted with this person that was strengthened with every interaction, every um, time you were physically intimate, especially for women, oxytocin, the hormone, is the cuddle slash bonding hormone. And um, that's why it hurts after a breakup, especially if it was not your choice. Um, and yeah, your ex-partner was a big source of dopamine, which, um, and your brain got used to that. Like anytime you would see them, hear from them, contact them, um, that was a source of dopamine. So with that brings me to my next point, uh, my next tip here. So find new sources of dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine. These are all the happy, um, good feeling hormones or neurotransmitters that um, when, when they increase, like make you feel great um, or like high or just on cloud nine. Um, so your ex was a source of these good feel good hormones and you have to replace um, him with other sources of um, dopamine increasing, serotonin increasing, and norepinephrine increasing activities. So I have a list here. Uh, don't mind me as I look to my list. So yeah, sources of dopamine. Exercise. You may have heard of runner's high, which is basically um, um, increased uh, levels of norepinephrine and I think serotonin um, just from uh, from running for a long period of time. Um, those will boost up those uh, neurotransmit neurotransmitter levels. Um, group fitness classes, not only are you being physically active, but you're also also socializing with the people in the class and um, which will allow you to be more distracted and take your mind off the ex and your past relationship. Dancing, um, forcing yourself to move and move in a happy and I don't know, forcing yourself to move in an uplifting way uh, is another way to take your mind off things. Um, you have to replace the physical touch you used to have in your uh, previous relationship. Um, you can you can invest in massages. Massages were so healing for me. I invested in a 90-minute massage that I got off of Groupon, and it was a very healing experience. I didn't realize I'm someone who naturally holds a lot of tension in my shoulders and my traps, and having those parts of my body massaged really released a lot of tension I had there, and I know I held a lot of sadness there because I started... I burst, I am embarrassed to admit that I burst into tears when I started getting massages up here because I've held a lot of my emotions up here. But it was a very releasing and cathartic um, experience, especially after a breakup. So I highly recommend long massages um, to heal. Uh, bubble baths are relaxing experiences as, as well. They're very de-stressing. Um, I highly recommend um, investing in bubble bars from Lush, um, the store, um, because they for one, um, they add color to your bath water, which is really cool to look at and sometimes even glitter and sparkles. And it creates like a ton of bubbles, which feel like a nice, warm, cozy blanket as you're sitting in the tub and um, have crystals to set the mood as well as uh, uh, lit candles, have a glass of wine, chocolate covered strawberry. Cater to yourself, spoil yourself, cherish yourself by doing these loving, things in a bubble bath for yourself. Um, spending more time with friends and family, especially to vent. Trust people you tr vent and uh, cry on the shoulders of people you trust. Um, those are have been especially healing for me. 
you'll become a you'll become I well I can speak for myself I was a broken record repeating the same things that made me cry and things I was sad about but I needed to do those things those repetitive um, complaints or vent venting sessions to heal so whatever you need to do do it with them um, and then of course food is a source of dopamine um, there's the cliche pint of ice cream that a girl who has just been dumped indulges in to heal from her breakup. If you need to do that, go for it. I personally lost my appetite a lot after my breakup. I would argue that I lost weight even though I haven't really checked my weight recently, but I do feel a little slimmer because I had my appetite has gone down. It's uh, my appetite slowly coming back, so that's good. Um, and I'm just back to a healthier lifestyle and exercising a lot more and um, striving to eat healthier, so that's good. Um, so yeah, um, let's move on to the last tip here, my fifth tip, become aware of the origins of your emotional wounds. So that was another thing positive that came about from this breakup. I learned so much about myself. Um, during the breakup conversation with my ex, he told me I was a people pleaser, which at the time uh, I felt was insulting. I thought he was just trying to be petty and mean and just do name calling by calling a, or just like name calling by uh, calling me a people pleaser. But after listening to a lot of personal development podcasts and really doing my own research, yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree. And I kind of have been a people pleaser my entire life based on the wounds from my childhood, which I've come to realize now. Um, it took a lot of um, introspection and studying and researching to come to make it to this point. So I have a better understanding of myself. Um, I also know that I have an anxious attachment style, hence why I had needy tendencies toward the end of my previous relationship. Um, which stemmed from my mother being emotionally unavailable to me as a child. Um, she was someone who wouldn't, wouldn't check in on me when I was experiencing sadness or anger. She would just um, ignore it or make me deal with it on my own or I had, I'd have to turn to my grandma to vent. Um, she was someone who just didn't comfort me when I was feeling negative emotions as a child. She would just let it happen and I just felt really alone and had to learn how to deal with those emotions on my own. I remember even there's this kids magazine I had a subscription to as a kid called Highlights Magazine and in the back they have like an advice section that I would write to about my problems like a lot of my frustrations throughout my childhood were my mom's relationship with my uh, ex-stepdad um, which was a source of uh, emotional angst as a, as a teenager. Um, but yeah, she, um, so that what that taught me growing up and subconsciously the was that my feelings didn't matter. So when I look back on my previous relationship, I was really hesitant to voice any negative feelings I was experiencing because subconsciously I was taught by my mother that my feelings weren't, weren't important. Um, so that's where that comes from. And then also I had a lot of family drama uh, there was a scandal in my extended family where my uncle by marriage at the time had a feud with my grandmother um, and I couldn't see my cousins for the longest time because his, their dad wouldn't allow them to come over to our house. I lived with my grandmother growing up 
And that was a source of emotional pain for me because I looked to my cousins as like sisters I never had because I was in, because I was and am an, an only child. And they were like the main people my age who came over to play since I really wasn't allowed to have friends over as much as a child as well. So I learned to become a people pleaser because I was always stuck in the middle. I was like always the person communicating between the two parties um, and had to be the one who was neutral all the time. And I just hated to see people fight because it would mean that um, my family would be, be uh, not talking anymore to each other and we wouldn't get to be together anymore. So that's where, that, those are things I learned about myself through this process. Um, also, my biological father was physically absent throughout my life. Um, I never met my biological father. I was raised by a single mom and my grandmother who passed away back in September. Um, so that was another source of heartache with me on top of the breakup. Yeah, my grandmother died and then shortly after the ex broke up with me. So great timing. Um, and honestly, like I learned a lot about myself, but I also had a there were a ton of, um, there's a ton of constructive feedback I could have given my ex as well during that breakup conversation, but I was just so paralyzed by the sadness I was feeling and I wasn't, I couldn't think straight that I couldn't um, voice my side of the story as well. Um, it's a lesson I'll have to take into my next relationship to be more vocal and stand up for myself and to not feel like I'm the only person who needs to to work on things because it takes two to tango and I wasn't the one who chose to end things. So anyway, I'll leave that in the past and move forward from this on here from here on out. But if anything inspired this new trajectory that I'm going with in my content online and um, I hope you got some benefit from this. I want to create content that adds value to anyone who comes across it. So hopefully got something out of this. Uh, leave some feedback down below. Um, what did you take away from all this? What was helpful? Um, what could you do without? I'd love to hear, hear um, what you have to say. And I will see you in the next video. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. Take care.